0: obviously a lot of people away this morning this takes me back to almost preaching in the chapel the number we used to have over there but i'm so grateful that god has added to this church it's quite amazing what he's done over the years and he hasn't finished yet he hasn't finished with you yet in fact you're still a little chicken so far as god's concerned clucking away he's got more for you you're going to lay some eggs Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got your Bibles, got your electric devices, got your phones, whatever it is. Amen. Uh, We're going to go to John's Gospel. John chapter 3. I want to speak this morning, I think this will be in 37 years of ministering here, the second time I've ever taught on this verse, and that's shocking, that's absolutely shocking because it's one of the most wonderful verses in the Bible, John three sixteen. In fact, I can't remember the last time I ever sat under any ministry, anybody else preaching it. Yet it's one of the most wonderful verses in the whole of the Bible. One every Christian probably quotes, but there's so much in this one verse. It's mind-blowing. If you don't understand... If you don't get a grip on the foundational issues of the Christian faith, you're going to be blown around like no tomorrow. You'll be up there one day and down there the next. You have to get a grip Amen. on the Scriptures. Amen. It's it. great that we teach the Scriptures here, but your responsibility as a Christian is to look for yourself. Yes not all front ministry. No. No. You have to go home Amen. and turn the television off only for 30 seconds to start with because I know drugs are hard to get off. <laughs> okay. Here we go. It reads this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now I've got a view on this, which I'll teach in Chatham the Chapel. I'm not going to go public on it. It's quite controversial, one of my viewpoints on it. So I'm going to do it in Chatham the Chapel in a more controlled atmosphere where you can question me afterwards. And if necessary, throw the stones. <laughs> but for this morning, we're going to look at a small part of this wonderful verse. And a couple of weeks' time when I'm on again, we got uh, a guest speaker next Sunday. A, couple, uh, a week after, I think I'm back on again, and we'll look at another part of this wonderful verse. And uh, in total, I've got four parts on it whether we'll get there we'll see but there we go we welcome anybody that's online this morning i know a lot of people are going to be watching the football and what have you i was going to bring my ipad and sit it on the desk here and you would think that's where my notes are you better not. you better not. but i bottled out in the end because i got a wife called Wendy. And if England do score, I'm not sure I'd be, I think I'd be celebrating in the, <laughs> at the wrong time. Okay, we love you. If you're online this morning, we bless you. We do bless you this morning. Yes, amen. amen. We're going back to our roots. Our roots, our very roots. Where we began with God. Or he began with us, should I say. God so loved the world. Let me ask you a question. What was there in the world that made him love it? Hatred of his truth, disregard of his law, rebellion against his commandments. No desirable thing. Nothing blossomed. Nothing. Yet God so loved the world. Where did that love come from? Not from anything that was around God. Not anything that he could see. Not anything that he had created. That love was himself, out of himself. He loves because his nature is to love. That's his nature. You know, we'll come to that bit in a minute. But let's do it now. The first demonstration of his love was a gift. A gift. Now, how many here this morning like having gifts? Do you like having gifts? You ever put your hand up? I see that hand. <laughs> we like having gifts, don't we? Yeah. And I, I do, and you know, at my age now, you, when you get a gift in a box that's wrapped, you know, you can't—you're not supposed to shake it. You're supposed to have some decorum or <laughs> etiquette or politeness. But I find myself doing that with it first of all, you know. And when you ladies make a fuss about the wrapping paper, <laughs> when you got a gift. Whoever's, we know we're not receiving. I don't care what it's wrapped in baby pictures or whatever. Let me get the gift. Rip the paper off, isn't it? All that work, all that wrapping that I do for Christmas, and all that, you know, I go out and, and do my Christmas shopping and come home and pack the gifts and everything. Wendy's looking at me strange. You're not supposed to lie from the front, so. I'll apologize. Don't do anything. I like receiving. But you know what we do as Christians? We've received the gift, but so many Christians have failed to open the package. We get excited. Rightly so, when we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But I want to tell you, He is the gift. Yes, amen. But you've got to unpackage Him. Father gave. Father gave a gift. His only begotten Son. Jesus Christ, out from the Father, not created, no, no. not created, no, no. but out of the Father Amen. came Jesus. He was the Son of God. This is where it gets incredibly interesting. I love this. I can't break it down. I'll, I'll take it this morning so that you can have a nice little chunk of it and, and go away and maybe think about it. It goes something like this. This is how I like it, okay? He was the son of God. The father gave his other self. One with himself. When the great God gave his son, he gave himself. He gave himself, okay? For Jesus is not in his eternal nature less than God. He is co-equal with God, the Father. Sometimes Christians don't quite get this bit. They think there's the Father and he created Jesus and then there's the Holy Spirit. No, the three are one. Co-equal. Uh, this is the bit when, early in my Christian life, when I discovered this bit, it really helped me dealing with the Trinity. I'll, I'll read you. I'll read you what I discovered. When God gave God, he gave himself. So you got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. When he gave the gift of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of the Father, he gave himself. Yeah wow wow he gave it all he gave everything he gave himself what great love is that demonstrated god gave himself in the form of jesus wow wow you see, so many Christians don't think anymore. We live in an age where it's got to be instant. Or if you Google this, I dread to think what you're going to come up with. So many Christians rely on Google more than the Bible. When God gave God, he gave himself for you and me. A gift. Amazing. The Father gave his son to die for us. Yes, we know that. Most Christians know that. But that's where they leave it. The gift. Would I give my son to die for you? No. No. Much as I love you, I couldn't do that. As a parent, I could not give my son I might give my daughters. <laughs> no, I wouldn't give any of my children. No, of course you it is not natural to do so. As a parent, yeah. my Father in heaven oh, yeah. gave as a gift yeah. to you and me his son yeah, to stand in my place yeah, and to die for my sin. Why? Because he loved us. Sent him down to lie in an animal shed. lion in an animal trough. Not hygienic, is it? Tomorrow morning when you give birth, they're going to take that baby and you and stick you in a stable somewhere. <laughs> Dread the thought. If you were in Cornwall, they probably would. But <laughs> <laughs> no peace to the Cornish. <laughs> Father sent him down from glory. You see, there's an aspect we don't dwell on enough. Glory. The glory he had with the Father before the foundation of the world. You know, there's a, Neymar has just signed for the Saudi Arabian and my son-in-law was telling me exactly what he's got. They've given him a 25-bedroomed house to live in. 25 bedrooms. I'd never see Wendy. <laughs> He's earning somewhere in the region of about 400 pounds a second. But the glory of the Father far outweighs what anyone in Saudi Arabia can do or anywhere else. Putin can spend 500 million on his yacht. I want to tell you the glory of God is greater than anything because all this has been created. And when you can create all this, you're more glorious than the creation. And what's coming? What you're going to enter into one day Absent from the body and yes. present with the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, I've got to say, and Hallelujah. I've said it here a few times, I'm going to say it again. A lot of Christians talk about heaven, but I've never met many who want to go there. Oh, I can't wait. Hallelujah. Most Christians are running from it. No, I can't wait. Now, well, bring it on, Lord. Bring it on. Yes, amen. Bring it on. Yes. Hallelujah. And sent him down amongst the scribes and Pharisees. Can't imagine what that was like. Total criticism 24-7, seven days a week. And there he was healing people, and they still criticized him. He healed people, and they said he did it of the devil. Can't imagine sent him down to thirst and hunger, sent him down into poverty if he had nowhere to lay his head. He has been tested in every way and beyond anything that you and I have to endure in this earth. That he might know what it is. He wasn't always tempted, abused, that we, that he might be, come our high priest. We haven't got a high priest who doesn't know what you suffer with. We've got a high priest who does know, who has been there and said, I have overcome. Be of good cheer. You will overcome in my name. Sent him to a crown of thorns. Give his back to be whipped. They didn't have to force him, he gave him. He gave his back to be whipped. His face to be beaten, his beard to be pulled out. This is the gift. This is the gift. To die a criminal's death. He sent him to a cross to suffer. He sent him on to that cross, and while on the cross, I think the greatest, the greatest issue, or one of the greatest, one of the greatest issues of the cross, is this: it wasn't just that he took our sin on the cross, and he did; he who knew no sin became sin for me and you that was horrendous but there was something else for the first time ever in eternity the father turned away from him I want to tell you it's never going to happen again But the father had to turn away the wrath of God was poured out on the son sin was being defeated but the gift had to take the punishment for me and you. Jesus will always be the gift. He didn't finish at Calvary. He will always be the gift the promise He made in the Garden of Eden, the promise was made immediately after Adam and Eve fell that there was coming a Savior. He kept His promise. No other religion has a leader who promised to rise again from true. the dead no, and did it. Yes. No other religion. The gift is still the gift. Yes. Throughout the ages, right from the beginning of the Bible, right up into what will be Revelation, the fullness of the book of Revelation. The Father has stood by the promise and stood by the gift. In the future, he still will stand by the gift. And one day, we will walk into the presence of Jesus and he's going to introduce oh, us wow. to the Father. Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Woo. Woo. Oh, you <yeah. laughs> yeah, you wait your turn, you get behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sometimes when I'm riding my bike, I think about these kind of things. And, but my mind cannot grasp. The wonder of what that will be. It, what, what, the only way I can deal with it is to start smiling. <laughs> it does make you smile. And all the cars that are nearly knocking off the bike, <laughs> I'm smiling and I think, oh, he's happy, chappy. <laughs> that's so, that's so cool. I just smile. It makes me smile. Yeah, the, yeah. it, why? Yeah, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, amen. Amen. amen, amen. But you've got to unpack the gift. Yes, yeah, unpack. You know, I've met some strange... Well, there are a lot of strange Christians. And then there's me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. (laughs) Joy of the Lord my strength. I don't drink, I don't smoke... I don't swear. Don't go to cinema. (laughs) Don't watch the television. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. (laughs) Don't go to football. Don't mix with the man I work with. The joy of the Lord is my strength. As Terry would say... You need to take a Goss pill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and pack the package. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, oh, God. I don't think God cares whether you go to football or not. Yeah. As long as you love Him. That's That's it. It. As long as football is not your Amen. God. That's it. Amen. That's it. Amen course there's only one team that God supports I happen to be a supporter of that team I discovered it in the Bible that God wanted to be united with man for years so man united is God's side it has got to be I think that's a good interpretation Norman He can't be there too because I'm not doing too well at the moment. Be united. <laughs> be united. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. let stick to the Word. Let's come back to the Word. He sent him down to be made a curse for you and me. Whoever hangs on a tree a curse. Criminals were hung on trees, crucified. It's a sign of being a criminal, sign that you've broken the law. He was hung on a tree. That the just might be made right for the unjust. You and me. I remember years ago being in a certain church and they made you feel guilty when they talked about the cross. They made you feel guilty when you took communion. And if you didn't feel that guilt, as you took communion, there was something wrong with you, brother. And I said, well, I don't. I don't feel anything when I take the communion. I was a newish Christian. Yeah. I don't feel, but should I feel something, you know, guilty for making him? the Bible says he willingly yeah, 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 went amen. to the cross for yeah, amen. 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 <coughs> yes, amen. you don't feel guilty when you take com- oh. communion should be a wonderful event the yeah. yeah. celebration yeah. of life given to those who didn't deserve it his life when did he do this? Before the foundation yeah. of the world. Wow. Before the world was even created, this was God's plan. A Savior was coming. Amen. Now you can ask all kinds of questions. Now, well, why did God create if he knew it was going to fall? And so a Savior. No, no, don't go down that road. No. Take the gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. You see, while you're trying to work it out, you're missing the gift. You're missing the wonder of the gift. Before the foundation of the world, God gave. God gave. The promise of Jesus was made in the garden. Almost as soon as Adam had sinned, the promise came that promise was in existence before the foundation of the world. When you and I fail when we fall short, and we do, the gift is still there. The gift is never taken away from you and from me. Now, God so loved, God so loved, He did it from age to age. That's pure love. Absolute pure love. Nothing like it has ever been experienced or given before. Every other religion tells you there's something you must do. Christianity, there is nothing you can do. Why? Because you are dead in sin and trespasses. There is nothing you can do to get saved. It is the gift of God. He even gives you enough faith as a gift to receive that gift. He has to because you're dead. You cannot respond spiritually to the Father. Dead in trespasses and sins. So God has to come and step by the Holy Spirit, quicken you, make you alive and give you enough faith to set you off on the journey. But that faith must not stay at that level. As you unpackage Jesus so your faith grows. People often sometimes say to me, what's your church doing? What do you mean? Or what are you into? I know what they mean. I know exactly what they mean. Because in their church, they've got this, 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 this this activity. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely lovely. Brilliant. Hey, what I'm into. Jesus. Amen. Amen. He said he'll build his church. It's been absolutely a thrill here this year to watch the presence of Jesus come, not just on Sundays, but on Wednesday nights. It's been awesome. What's taken place in people's lives? The changes, the healings we've seen. Changes in people's lives we've seen. that's what I'm into. Everything else that we do is a byproduct to reach people. It's not the product of the church. The product of the church is to promote Jesus Christ. Every other act, whether it's food bank, reach, whatever else we do here, they're just vehicles But they're not the vehicle. And they must never ever become the focus of the church. The focus of the church is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He's head of the church. It's his church. Not our church. you know his love looks backwards as well as forwards? His love looks backwards in time as well as forward in time. What happened when you got born again? God dealt with your past. It's gone. thank God. You know, I, I, years ago, I, 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 you know, what I discovered, a little voice inside spoke to me. I was busy chirping on about my past. And a little voice spoke to me and said, Rob, Father doesn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, lovely. 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 Pardon why are you talking like that when the Father has wiped the slate clean? Wow. Wow. I can remember my past. My Father in heaven doesn't remember my past. Impossible. Impossible. He said, your sin has been removed as far as the east is from the west. What what kind of package have we got? (laughs) It's an amazing gift. He didn't just die on the cross and forgive my sin. He's wiped it clean. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. And every you, time God. I come to him, he gets the duster back out. <laughs> and going, Rob said, Father, I've blown it again. I'm sorry. He goes, it's okay, son. It's gone. Yes. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 There's another little voice. That says this, as the Father's wiping it clean, it's uh, going, don't you believe it? You'll do it again next week. You'll fall again. Next- you're rubbish. Do you know what else I've dis- I have to tell you? I'll discover it. You know, I'm the brightest boy on the block. <laughs> the only problem is, it's took me 37 years to find this out. What's <laughs> <laughs> like I going to say? There's another little voice accusing instantly because he's an accuser of the brethren. Yeah, a liar. But I've learned this when he says, I am not, he's a liar. And yeah. Jesus said, The truth is not in him, no. it is impossible for the devil to tell you the truth. He twists everything. And so if the devil is saying to me, it's not, I know it is. My mind has to come in line with this. But if I don't unpackage the gift, my mind has got nowhere to go to find out what is real. That's right. You know, what? when I was taking my 11 plus for the second time, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit. I grew up in a Pentecostal church and I caught the bit that said, whatever you ask, God will do. I like that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like the rest. <laughs> and I remember being in the playground before we got caught into the 11th floor. Now, I'll tell you a little story now. Just before, remind me to come back to the story. Well, it's part of the same story. My oldest brother, Andrew, he's not with, he's with the Lord at the, now, at the moment. Yeah, he's still true. there. He's enjoying just a break from Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> sure. My oldest brother was a character. Got to the 11 plus, opened the page, and it said, write your full name. (laughs) Now, I can manage Robert. (laughs) And I'd been practiced on Clift for quite a long time. So I could write Robert Clift. But I have a middle name. (laughs) Called Arthur. Arthur. And And at that moment of time, I had never written Arthur. So I didn't know how to spell it. And I'm sitting my eleven plus, in faith, believing I'm going to pass. But that's another story. So, I remembered. Andrew had written my full name in my jacket that I wear to school, which was on the chair. I put my jacket on the chair, so I turned round, took the jacket off the chair, read Robert, yes, Arthur. Oh, that's how you spell it. (laughs) Wrote it and wrote it down come home told my mother she said let's look at that jacket so she took my jacket read Arthur she said that's not how you spell Arthur I was doomed from the beginning my brother was playing around (laughs) ARFUR, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> he just smirked. And as you may guess, I didn't pass the eleventh for the second time. But I was in the playground and I was there quoting scripture well whatever you ask in my name I'll do I'm walking up in down the plane whatever you ask in my name I will do I didn't ask anything in his name I just quoted the scripture (laughs) so I didn't know what to do you know that's all I knew whatever you ask in my name I will do whatever you ask in my name I'll do I see myself now marching up in that short trousers (laughs) with Arthur written in the back of his coat. <laughs> 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 Whatever you ask in my name, I will do. I was, I was disappointed when I didn't pass. I don't get it, John. I don't get it. I thought I was bright. God had another plan. You see, he did answer my prayer, but not in the way in which I thought. And he became my saviour. You see, it's not—it's lovely, you know. My granddaughter is just qualified to go to university. She don't get it from me. Lovely, but God has a plan. So whether you do or whether you don't, nothing can stop His plan. Well or point only you can stop his plan the enemy can't stop his plan only you can stop the plan of God for your life but I love the gift whoever believes in him shall not perish but have Everlasting life. You know, after we've had a gift for a while, after you've been given a gift at Christmas, shall we say, probably by May, June, July, probably forgotten about that gift or if you haven't you're still grateful for the one who gave it to you it's lost something of its shine we've become familiarized with the gift and if someone says to you where did you get that from you can recount well that yeah that was a gift given to me by for christmas or birthday from aunt matilda or whoever happens to be Now, lovely. Bless her. You only recall the gift when somebody asks you. You And that's the way we treat Jesus. More often than not. This gift is a free gift. Freely given. This gift is meant to be on your tongue and before your eyes first thing in the morning and last thing at night you know I got this problem well it's not a problem to me it's wonderful I can go to bed do you tell you and within 10 seconds I put my head on the pillow I'm asleep don't have to try for I just go gone. I've learned it's useless for me to pray in bed I'm gone put my head on the pillow lovely roll under this absolutely lovely not even my mother-in-law can interfere with it absolutely lovely and I'm gone I start to pray and I'm gone so I don't do that I pray all day long because prayer isn't doing that Prayer is just a relationship yeah, with the Father, amen, amen. and that's why I believe I can go to sleep so quickly. Yes. Unless He wants to speak to me, yes. then He can keep me awake. But prayer, um, sleep is precious. Do you yeah. know that? Sleep is precious; is a God-given gift. I do believe that because it refreshes the body, refreshes the mind. It's one of the things that the enemy uses when there's problems in your life. He knows if he can rob you of sleep, yeah. he's a long way towards trying to take you down. I won't give him that space. We were, at, we were on holiday last year in France. We rented a building, being uh, air bed Whatever it is, we rented a house. <laughs> I was there with the family, and two nights running, we were woke up. One, the first night, three o'clock in the morning, the downstairs television came on full blast, and then there were bangings on the wall. Second night, bangings on the wall. I got up the third day and said, "This is enough." In Jesus' name, just stop him. Get out of this house, in yeah. Jesus' name. Whatever spirit was in that house, yeah. get out, in Jesus' name. Slept beautiful after that. Yeah. Praise oh, God. God. Amen. 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 Don't try and rob me sleep. No, I'm not letting the enemy come in that door. But when you're being robbed of sleep, it's harder Fight the fight of faith. You have to face up to it. As you unpack the package, the gift, you find what is rightfully yours, given to you. What Jesus says you can have, take. But also what he says you don't need, dismiss. Dismiss it. I don't need it. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take, I'm not going to get involved in that. You say, I don't need it, Lord. I don't need it. That sounds very, you work that one through for yourself, isn't it? Harder to say no than it is to say yes. You know this gift still being offered today? This morning, that gift was in this building by the Holy Spirit. This gift of salvation, this gift of eternal life. Because if you don't accept the gift, there's a flip side which kicks in, you will perish. Now, without going too deep into that, that doesn't mean you will cease to exist. It just means that God has to deal with you righteously, according to your sin. And you will be in another place reserved for your own kind. You know, the worst thing God could ever do would be to place a sinner into heaven. Because that person would be so... He would be more than a square peg in a round hole. God is not prepared to put that upon So he's preparing a place where you don't need to go. And it's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous that which waits for those who reject the gift. Well, I don't see any evidence. I don't see evidence of God. I don't see evidence of this gift. I don't sit. Just look around. When did you last look at a sunrise? Who created the sun? S-U-N. Well, the Big Bang. Who created the Big Bang? See, God started with nothing and said, let there be. And there was. Every other theory on creation has to start with some thing. Or some things coming together. But where did those things come from? It doesn't work out. My God starts with nothing. And simply speaks into existence. That which he once created. Wow, what a package. You are a new creation when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. He speaks into your heart and he says, let it be. And he sees that it is very good in Jesus when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing freer than this gift. God doesn't say to you, come and lay your house down, lay your car down, empty your bank account for me. He says, will you accept this gift of eternal life? It's simple. It, but it's so simple, it's a stumbling block to many people. It can't be that simple. It is that simple. Those watching on the screen, or will be watching on the screen, have you accepted this gift? of making Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. It's a free gift. For God so loved the world that he gave a gift of Jesus Christ for you. Or you may say, what have I got to do? I'm not in your meeting. I don't know what to do. Where do I go? Do I have to go to a church? No, stop right now. And say, Lord... I want to accept. Father, I want to accept your free gift of Jesus Christ dying for my sin and replacing it with his everlasting life and forgiveness. That's how simple it is. It's a wonderful gift that's never left its wonder. You know, there's something so special about this gift that he's never turned anybody away who called upon his name. There were many when he walked this earth who walked away from him. But he's never turned anybody away who's called on him and asked him. He can't do it. It's impossible. It's a wonderful gift. And it's out of his riches and glory that this gift has come for you and for me. I just pray that you'll unpack the gift a bit more. In the next session when I do it, we'll go a little bit further in this wonderful verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, are you a whosoever this morning? Yeah. I was. Yeah. I still am. Yeah. A whosoever. Yes. Amen. should believe in him should not perish, but have eternal oh. life. Yeah. A Amen? Oh, a Let's man. stand a together, song. shall we?